Hey everyone, that's Louise. Hey, it's me, and that's John. Hey, hey, what's going on here? Nothing this is, much. This is crazy, and you're all listening to, I have a great idea, but I'll never do it. Welcome. Welcome <laughs> to the present. Welcome to the present, which is our Where past. Where you have great ideas. You are having them <laughs> at this moment. You will have them in the future. You will have them in the future. Um, for those who are tuning in for the very first time, uh, because obviously we've been written in uh, all of the major newspapers and magazines by this point, <laughs> this is, I have a Tux. great idea, but I'll never do it. And this is the show where we talk about all the great ideas that we have that we're never going to do. And mm-hmm. you can listen to it on regular podcast apps, or you can watch it on YouTube. If you're listening right now on an app and you're just like, man, I wish I could see what these guys look like while they're talking, go on YouTube and That's find right. us, and there you go. You can look at us. Louise is wearing a cool sweater. There it is. Sometimes sometimes there might be dead air, but really, it's a... It's dancing. Can you hear that? No, because <laughs> you're not watching this on YouTube. So, hey, Louise, how's it going? It's going. I just returned from London town. From London town, you say? I sure did. Yep. It was basically really cool. What was happening Um, in London town? A birthday. Okay. A a birthday was happening in London. Um, Yeah, it was, I did not sightsee. Okay. I just, I was on the clock. Got it. You were there for your nannying responsibilities. It's true. Man, what a it's life. It's really tough. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. How are you? I'm good. I am okay. uh, in my my new house still. Haven't moved out. Good. And uh, if anybody's hearing, it might be a little echoey in this room. I'm waiting for a package with my uh, Thanksgiving food. Today is the day before Thanksgiving, and I had ordered something from a place in Minneapolis called The Herbivorous Butcher. It is an all-vegan butcher shop, as seen on diners, drive-ins, and dives, and I ordered a whole feast from them, and then it's like, you have to be there to accept it, so I'm just like in my dining room by the front door waiting for the FedEx guy to come. Or gal, I shouldn't say guy. We have a song in my household for... Um, our furry friend and I feel like I want to sing it to you now and it goes like this he is waiting very patiently <laughs> so that's what I feel like you're doing for your thing that's me <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so it might be a little echoey in this room I'm not in my recording studio <laughs> whoa, whoa. I just have time. to give a shout out to David Kremenitzer <laughs> I, I have a voiceover actor friend, and that's how he says his name. <laughs> did you talk about him on the last, on another episode? Oh, maybe I did. <laughs> maybe it was like the third episode, because I was like, shout out to my friend, and then I think he fell off the Ihagi Bindi wagon. Uh, so I don't even know if he ever heard his shout out. I'm sorry. I thought that the, there was a gate to prevent people from getting off of this wagon. <laughs> we should invent a gate for podcast listening. It's, Where you can't stop. <laughs> it enslaves you to be a listener for life. Uh, well, while we're talking about ideas, what you got? What's your latest and greatest? Okay, so this one I had, I believe, the day after we recorded the previous podcast. Mm-hmm. And um, it was close to post-election time. We were all feeling a lot of feelings. Mm-hmm. And I thought, what if we all had to start wearing, like, hello, my name is, name tags Uh again. So that when you, when one is walking down the old street and sees a person that they have to look at their name so they don't just see 
like race or hmm. religion. Like they have to individualize you. And and the the whole reason that I thought of this too is because um I in the past I have gotten into a lot of heated debates with family members about like LGBT stuff and they they're not bad people but they say bad comments Mm -hmm. and I'm like "Eh, time out on that that's not appropriate and this is why and they're like well I didn't mean it in that way and I'm like but you meant it in any words that you said like that because I feel like it's my job to correct slash educate my family right of course Um, and for the most part when I open a one-on-one conversation with someone about something specific like that their response is like, but I don't know anybody. And I'm like, but I know a lot of individuals. And I think that that's a lot of people's excuses when they make sweeping comments about Muslims. It's because, like, they don't know any Muslims. Or, like, do you, mm-hmm. so for them to be, like, Muslims this, Muslims that. But if you're, like, that person, that one that you're looking at right now, that person has a name. And this is their name. It yeah. sort of forces them to think about people as persons huh so but i know that's kind of like invasive also to like because then people can just like read your name and be like hey and like scream it out at you but also like i don't know i i was just in this weird place where i was like i i don't have any solutions what could help you know and i i agree with you that something like this would be good however there are you know people from different countries or of different backgrounds that might have names that you know make people think things that they shouldn't be thinking you know what I mean yes yes segue kind of on the same thing but toward a different podcast that I listened to recently they were talking about how um when you name your kid and they go through lower education like before fourth grade Mm -hmm. and their teachers are constantly mispronouncing their name it makes them perform worse in the classroom because they start to feel less worth because if your name is like Jacob and the teacher gets it right every time the teacher is sort of subconsciously giving this message to the child who has the name that's harder to pronounce slash unfamiliar to the person calling the names. Um, it makes them think like I'm less important than this mm-hmm. other student. Um, if they cared about me in the same way, they would get it right. Um, it makes them embarrassed in front of their peers, which is then just like taking up psychological energy. So I didn't even think of that when I was making the name tag idea. Huh. But now that you said that, I was like, oh, that might like open a whole separate beep storm about this. Yeah, I mean, I think that coming up with ideas to either unite people or to try to wash their prejudices away at all is always a worthwhile thing to do. But um, there's always, I mean... It's just workshopping and brainstorming. Be, yeah, there's always going to be some sort of problem, probably. You know? Mm-hmm. There are too many people on this planet that are awful <laughs> that are going yeah. to look past the things that you're... The, the efforts, the positive efforts, and they're going to say what they're going to say. Yeah. And I feel like humans just generally have a really, really good conflict track record. Like, since there were more than one person, we've been fighting. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Over something. Over something. Uh, Wow. Well, we started, you know, beep just got real. Sorry. Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) Uh, Let me see if I have something that can maybe bring us down. (laughs) Bring us us down? Um, Well, not bring us down. Bring us back. Lift us back up. Don't Um, bring me down. (laughs) John. Um, I've got some. uh, I've got some fun ones. Well, here's one that's certainly different from what we were just talking about. Uh, it's a dating app for fetishists called Kinked In. Whoa! That's remarkable! <laughs> <laughs> I love it! 
Did Chris just walk by without a shirt on? Yes, he did. Oh, you are in the shot. Well, I think that maybe the way that it does it, since it only gets like half the screen, oh. I think he might be out of it, but I certainly got a little bit of eye candy right there. All right. <laughs> just a little bit of eye candy for the for the watchers on YouTube. It's going to keep this me is, coming back. This is why you guys got to watch on YouTube. You get, you get, you get dogs. You get brief nudity. Sh- brief nudity. Shirtless hunks. Dancing. Um, Dancing. Sweaters. Oh. <laughs> Aerosmith bandanas. Yeah, you do. Um, yeah, so kinked in. Kinked uh, in. I love it. There's got to be some sort of dating website or app for people that have fetishes. So wait, is the fetish dating apps? Like they're addicted to dating apps? That could be That's a category. Their fetish? Okay. I mean, this could cover, you know, you, you select what, what you're into and you select what, the, what you want the other person to be into. Okay. And uh, you get matched up. And then you, you get, you get then kinked up, you kinked, get kinked in. You get kinked into that situation. <laughs> this is like horrifying and amazing. Why is it horrifying? Just people, people can be into weird you know what people could be into things that i'm not familiar with there you go or turned on by yeah you know (laughs) what may seem weird to you may seem completely normal to somebody else absolutely and vice versa that's right inherently so um yeah that's this is one of the greater ideas that's ever happened on this cast really like yes in the way that my body is reacting to this idea like i got really (laughs) hot for a second like my like body temperature like all of my heat receptors like my hands got kind of clammy and like now i can't stop smiling (laughs) (laughs) and that's what i call a great idea whoa well someone's got to make this happen then right yeah. Well, not us. Not no. us. Well, that's that's part of the name of the game. We're not, not ever going to do it. Not us just because we are maybe not motivated or don't have the know-how to be able to do this, but not us because this isn't our realm. This is something for yes. somebody else to do that yes. maybe has a better deeper knowledge of the um that that whole universe. Mhm. I can just see the corporate offices in some like really like trendy building that's like sort of a hole in the wall, but like cool in terms of startups like downtown, like maybe in Chinatown Mm -hmm. and like every floor is like, you know, these people are in charge of marketing and they're like making weird promotional videos. And then these people are in charge of like IT and, you know, this floor is is for the feet people in this like section. Wait, wait, we need to have a conference today about this this floor is for the feet people is great. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's the title of the episode. Yes, (laughs) we did it. Inside the episode. Oh, gosh. It's such like an inception. It's an inception pod. Inception-sode. Uh, li- Inception-sode. I like the idea of there needing to be a whole team just for feet people, where it's not like not just 10 minutes out of somebody's day being like typing in the word feet and then making like a checkbox next to it. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a whole floor. There's like a, a lot of... Uh, um, I was going to try to make a pun and then it didn't come. All right, never mind. Well, I mean, the floor being for the feet people is all you really need to say. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. I mean, that works on so many levels. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to circle back around to something that you said, and it's something I've been thinking a lot about lately. You said a place that's like a hole in the wall. I realized the past couple days that I really don't like that term. Oh. Like, hole-in-the-wall restaurant, you know, that kind of thing, where it's like, you know, the people that have that restaurant are probably trying really hard to make it as nice as possible. (laughs) Unless it's, like, intentionally, like, a dingy place. But it just... Even though it's usually said in such a way that it's like, this may not look like much, but trust me, it's great. It's still kind of like a... Almost like a backhanded compliment. Whereas the idea of it just being like maybe off the beaten path or a hidden gem 
kind oh, of... Oh, a hidden gem. You know, it puts a more positive spin than a hole in the wall. Yes. I don't know. I, like, no, I hear where you're coming from. It's something that I just thought about, like, the just starting the other day, and I notice how frequently people say it, and it's yeah. just like... Well, you created that universe for yourself. Like maybe you were unaware before, but then you became aware and now it's everywhere. It's everywhere. You just said it. That's how I feel about clarinets recently. (laughs) (laughs) Go on. No, I just forgot about them. And then all of a sudden I was like listening to a song that I haven't heard in a long time. And I was like, oh, there's that clarinet. And then I went to a play. (laughs) I just came back from a matinee today. And notice how I said play. Not mm-hmm. musical, like it was a Chekhov play, yeah. and they had musicians um, just between scenes and sort of to give sound effects during the scenes. And it was a violin, like timpani, xylophone, woodblock, and clarinet. And I was like, Jesus, there's like another one. Like- <laughs> <laughs> well, let Creating ask, this world of clarinets around Let me you. ask you, were there any geese in this play? Because that's the clarinet's a perfect sound no. effect for a goose. There were no geese in this play. I don't know Chekhov well enough to know if he really went into goose territory. I mean, I'm sure he had to have in some, in some play or another. Maybe. I don't know. Definitely a seagull. Definitely a seagull. Oh, that was a real insider baseball joke. Um... I, I feel like I often use the term hole in the wall to describe mm-hmm. places, but it's only ever lovingly because that's just the like old New Yorker in me who, yeah. <laughs> the old New Yorker, yeah. as I've only been here 12 years. Right. Um, but a lot of places, like your favorite place closed down so they can put in a Bank of America or a Dwayne Reed or Walgreens now or whatever. And... You're is like, Dwayne oh. Reed no is Dwayne Reed no longer? We have them. But I believe that Walgreens bought them. And Interesting. There's a changeover. Happening. Gotcha. Anyway, um back to yeah, what we're so, talking about. No, so that guy I usually mean oh god, there's like less than 10 tables and only 20 people can fit in there at most if that and it's this really super specific place and you you know, it says like grade pending when they have to do right, right, right. Like health inspections, and you're like, oh, I really want it for this place because it's such a cute little hole in the wall. Um, but I can see what you mean. How that's not derogatory. That's not the word I'm looking for. But it's like yeah. it's taking something away. Yeah. If Whereas you just hidden replaced gem it with is adding hidden gem. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, I have a fun mini side challenge for the two of us for the next couple of weeks. This is our first mini side challenge. Mini side challenge. I'm going to flash on the bottom of the screen. It's going to go mini side challenge. (laughs) Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So mini side challenge. Over the course of the next couple weeks, until we record next, we each need to tally up how many times we hear a clarinet. Okay. Yeah. And that's not like if it's in a song, it's like every single note, but like every song, you know, whatever. Um, Or if you see one. Okay, you know those weird little tiny soldier-like balloons for the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? They're, They're like balls, but they're supposed to be like little elf people, but they're... They're smaller balloons, not okay. the ones that go super up I overhead, think I know but the ones down about. below. One of them had a clarinet, like a like a, and I was like, oh, "Come on, a with, snare drum, like something Christmassy, a clarinet." Like I just created this universe. Okay, that so that would be one. Well, even if you don't hear it, if you see it, if you yeah, see it or hear it, um, I think that with the with Thanksgiving and the Thanksgiving Day Parade coming up. As if we watch it, we're going to see a lot of clarinets. There's a lot of marching bands. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to see some clarinets. this is exciting. I know. So wait, side note. Are we also going to mini side challenge the amount of times and like interactions we have where people say that hole in the wall? Uh, sure. Yeah. Because it happens more than you think. I'm sure. Here's an interesting thing. What's going to have a higher tally? Hole in the wall or clarinets? Okay. I'm well, really curious about this. I, I feel like since we've created this universe, it, it could be either. This is true. And 
I mean, I'm talking Facebook posts, uh, yeah. you know, overhearing somebody on the street. Um, yeah. Anything like that. I love it. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yes. This is, is going to be good. I'm you guys, excited the mini this. side challenge might need to stay for further episodes. Mini side challenge. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. So moving along. Moving right, moving right along in search of good times and good news. With good friends, you can't lose. This could become a habit. All right, that was less dancing, more for people listening also. That was for the listeners. That was a song that I learned in like second grade music class. Really? What is it from even? Moving right along? I think it's just a song, but it's just a you've song. never heard it? No. I think it's actually a song. It's not just like... Like a music class song? Yeah, I'm trying to think of another one that was um, Mission Control, Do You oh, Read yeah. Me? Okay, so that's that like a one. music class song. Yeah. This was different. Why Why do the... Is it on the Muppets? How do, how do music class songs happen? Is it just like, is it a song created specifically to teach kids about music? Or is it like, hey... Here's a piece of crap song that doesn't have any like royalties that need to be paid it's, or anything like that. It's it's what all of the people got together who were trying to write jingles when the jingle was king. Yeah. Who didn't get accepted for advertising and they were like, Well, I write I wrote this song. We might as well put it in a book and sell it to schools. Gotta make a dollar. Holla for a dollar. <laughs> um Yeah. That's right. an interesting question. Yeah, I want to think about that. And see, now I like just my heart sank into my belly a little bit. And I was like, nobody's going to have music classes anymore. Arts are getting cut left and right. Like, I got real sad. Okay. Back the, to happiness. They, they <laughs> will still exist. They yeah. might just be private. <laughs> That's so sad. Um, or. And then there won't be clarinets. Or free podcasts hosted Whoa. by Louise. <laughs> Guys. We're going to like do like moving right along in search of good with like hand signs, soul page. Um, that's actually a good idea where maybe it's the same audio for a different thing, but it links up to different video depending on what you want to get out of it. Maybe it'll be the notes on the staff. Maybe yeah. it'll be the signs. I can't do any yeah. signs. That was nothing. <laughs> dough. You got it. This I can do dough. dough. And then dough. Hmm? what's next? I think. Oh, now I don't remember Ray, but this I thought is. It was... Ray. No, I think no. that's T. Wait, right? T, because it's leading up to the next thing. This is mostly Tita. for the YouTube people. We'll have to. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. So I think this is me. Uh, Ray. Wait, La. Do, La, Do. Anyway. What is clearly, the... clearly, I forgot everything we're talking, from sight For anybody who's just listening to the podcast, um, we're talking about the hand signals for do, re, mi, basically. Solfage. Solfage, right. What is the purpose of that? Um, I think it's just activates different parts of your brain. Huh. And like little kids learn. There was this... Um, oh my God, this is the music class podcast that we were just talking about. This is the music about. class podcast. There was... um. Some podcast I was listening to recently about how a specific generation of people, um, if you brought them into, uh, what are those like survey things that, um, not test groups, but um, focus panels groups? of focus groups, mm-hmm. that if you brought them in for the focus group and you said assign a color to these letters, that people of a certain generation would assign the same color to the letter as the fr- Fisher Price magnet, like alphabet magnets for refrigerators, like without even thinking. Because some people I had asked recently, some people younger than me, huh. were like, "Well, obviously A is red because apples. Obviously B is blue." And I was just like not having that same experience when I was just thinking of it in my head. And it turns out like I feel like I'm one of those people that associates letters with the Fisher Price magnetic refrigerator colors. That's so from interesting. From that time. Right. So it just makes me think too, it's just activating a different part of your brain for whatever reason. And it's to help children. Um, I don't think it's part of the Suzuki method, but it's a different type of method mm-hmm. where like little kids, 
you know, can't spell their own names. They don't understand. <laughs> Dumb dums. Mm-hmm. Um, but they like how babies can do like more or mm-hmm. whatever sign languages. And it's like less frustrating for them. And how if you associate a hand sign, you'll you'll understand the interval. Got it. Um, okay. So like a minor third, instead of being like to this little kid, sing a minor third, you could just be like, do do la. And they can go do la. And that would be the interval. I, you know, because right. they associate the sign with the interval. I don't know. I think that's the whole purpose when it was created. Very interesting. Um, yeah. This, this line of thinking actually makes me think of an idea that I have. That's on my handy dandy list. Heck yeah. Because we're talking about how kids are unable to do things that adults can do or kids just aren't aren't there yet for a lot of things. And this one has more to do probably with their size and balance. But I have a rocking chair at my house and kids really seem, uh, you know, I have like nieces and nephews and other friends with kids and stuff, and they always seem to want to climb onto this rocking chair. And that means they also have to get off of it. But when it's rocking, when it's going forward, when they're trying to get onto it, it will tip over. Or if they're trying to get off of it, it kind of tips over back on them. So Mm -hmm. what I propose is little nubs that you can attach to the front of the bottom of the rocking chair so that it can't go forward, it can't tip over. It kind of like it. stops it. You can still rock as much as you want to, but there is a limit to how far forward you can rock. This is like actually useful. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Such a thing may exist, but who knows? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Definitely. Yeah, my note to myself is nubs to put on rocking chairs so kids can get on slash off without busting their faces. Busting their faces. Yep. Yeah. I mean, there's really not much to it. They could either clamp on. They can stick on. I don't know. Someone else can figure it out. They could be like um, really long ski things that come up so like it just you stick them on the ends uh-huh. uh as if they were like skis but then they it can't tip forward because there's extra like it would have <laughs> to like really tip over right yeah yeah i mean i can't remember why i was looking at weird cowboy boots but there's these like specific cowboy boots that let like come out like two feet from where your foot would be and then curve up and somebody was trying to tell me that it was like cartel cowboy boots or something. I, I think the actual conversation spawned from ridiculously long fingernails that Got then it. start to curve. Ugh. But then they were like, oh, like those cowboy boots. And I was like, let's take a time out. What? <laughs> what, what would the purpose of that be? Fashion. Really? Yeah. Not, not for actual cowboys. It's no, no, just no. For I think it was like a fashion thing where these like... Well, because unless you were somebody involved in the cartel, how would you not get made fun of for having, like, ridiculous elf cowboy boots? It's like somebody, you know, bought the, like, the cheap knockoff cowboy boots and they're in a cartel and their, like, cartel buddy is just like, what the hell's up with your boots? They're so stupid. And then the person that got them is so wise. They're just like, um, don't you know? Yeah. These are the boots that you wear when you're in a cartel, and you have to you're, wear these. Or you're else, not one of us. Or else you're not one you of us. These. And then it just blew up, and now the fashion world is has taken notice. Absolutely. But you could put those like weird ski like end things on top of the chair so that it would still like even. But yeah, that's an option. Slide it on nubs if, or skis. Nubs or skis. That's what it's called. That's the name of it. Nubs or skis. Oh, it's like somebody's last name. Naborskis. Nubzorskis. <laughs> My buddy just called me Nubs. Naborskis. Uh, rocker. Oh, I was going to say wellness. That You know what? I'm not really on today. You don't think so? Well, 
Uh, all right, six of one, half a dozen of the other. <laughs> I don't know. I think you're on. Okay. I did try to be punny about the feet floor. No, that, and hey, that was great. You can't great. overwork it. You can't overwork it. I'll always remember that fondly. <laughs> I mean, your first idea was pretty depressing, but yeah. that's okay. Because yeah. they don't all have to be funny or weird. Right, or, right. You know? Their yeah. ideas are ideas. You just got to let them do their thing. I have another idea. Let's hear I it. I think it's not funny, but <laughs> useful, maybe. Okay. You know how people are always setting themselves on fire around the holiday? <laughs> how people... <laughs> okay. okay. I can't even look at you. <laughs> it's a serious matter. Um, <laughs> how, <laughs> how people are always setting themselves on fire when they try to deep fry their Thanksgiving turkeys. Right, right, right. Okay. <clears throat> so, <laughs> so this is like a new cooking device where it's maybe like a mnemonic tube where like part of it telescopes up so that instead of having to like drop your turkey in and having like hot flaming oil splatter all over you and then ignite that it like sort of you just click the button it like telescopes up you put the bird in it and then you click the button and it takes the bird down so that the spillover is like sort of like maybe slow and contained Mm -hmm. rather than like drop Yeah, totally. Or even just like having a big tube on top of the thing that you can like lower it down on like a string or something. Yeah, something. Like on a pulley. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, or the other idea to serve the same purpose would be like a Monsters, Inc. style like super suit. That's flame retardant so that you don't set yourself on fire. It's so dangerous. That's another idea. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, totally. Safety first. Safety first. Yeah. Yeah, that was Uh, another idea I had. Yeah, there's there's nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Okay. You started off this episode by uh, indicating that the play that you went to was not a musical, but this episode of this podcast most certainly is. Oh, okay. See, I'm not so sad. (laughs) (laughs) And also, I've missed my calling for jingles. Obviously. Um, I think that we should talk about our challenges. Let's do that. You want to go first? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so my challenge from you mm-hmm. last time was innovating the slinky. And I'm not going to lie, I did a little research. All right. A little, a little research. The slinky <laughs> was created in 1943. How do you improve on something that's been around that long and is still pretty perfect? So my ideas were maybe a magnetic slinky so that you didn't need it to go downstairs. You could just have it go across the room, but it would be magnetic. Huh. So it could just like follow you in like a, you know, the way. Slinky fashion. If if someone has never seen a slinky before, I've just mimed it for you. (laughs) If you ain't never seen a slinky before, you got to check these things out. They're you got to get one and a pet rock. Um, that was option one. Option two was like Tamagotchi style where it like spoke back to you and you could be like, you know, slinky, how are you today? And it's like, I'm hungry or whatever. I didn't have a Tamagotchi, but people's were always dying. Uh I was like, I asked my mom for these kind of electronic toys, and she was always like, no. Like, there was never any discussion. It was my, just like, you can't have that. My parents gave me one as a gift for my eighth grade graduation. It didn't survive very long. No. You, yeah. These are 
I don't, I just can't, it's hard for me to feel for electronics. Like somebody was trying to tell me this morning when I was talking about it that it was actually a really good tool to teach kids responsibility. Or I was like, no, it wasn't. It was a solid attempt. An attempt. And you know, yeah. that's all we can really ask for. That you try. Yeah. That you try. Okay, so the third option, uh, which I think is kind of the best and why I saved it for last. Candy Slinky! Ooh. Edible. Like a candy necklace would be. So, okay, so you take your Candy Slinky, you make it crawl down the stairs, and yeah. collect a lot of dirt and dust and disgustingness, Absolutely. and then Some you eat it. Some might call that, yeah, some might call that actually like, you know, bumping, giving your immune system a little kick too. Like, <laughs> it's just, it's helpful in lots of ways. It's edible, it's entertainment, it's immuno-boosting. Um, okay, this is making me think a little bit. What if there were edible slinkies, but they were like miniature, they were small, and you can get like an attachment that hooks onto your shoulders and it's like a little staircase that goes into your mouth. So it can slink down this little staircase into your mouth. Yes. These are called accessories. <laughs> Snack accessories. Snack accessories. <laughs> Why are we still doing a podcast? Like we should be millionaires. Oh, are you not a millionaire? I'm a millionaire. Oh, well, I did yeah. just, you know, go to London for a birthday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, someone's birthday. Um, mm. We are not millionaires, FYI. No. Um, but if you want to make us millionaires, let's get this show going more and more and more and send us your voicemails, your ideas, 304-804-IDEA, or email them to greatideapod at gmail.com. Just saying. I like it. I was actually thinking, I wonder why more people don't call in. And then I thought, we're in this texting world. Like, I barely call my mom. Like, oh. I just text people, and then I thought, well, that's what the email's for. So, listeners, if you're thinking to yourself, I'm never going to call in, but I have an idea, just email it. Come on. That's a what good point. What are you point. waiting for? I wonder if there's a way that we can have people text that number. Because If it's a Google Voice number, you absolutely can. Well, it is. Because I have it. Well, it's the same you number. Go. You just text it. Great. So, text your ideas to 304-804-IDEA, <laughs> and hopefully we'll get it. Yeah, and if um, not, didn't didn't cause you any harm. This is true. Uh, you can also tweet your ideas to at Great Idea Pod. That's a thing. Um, Speaking of tweets, I could not for the life of me figure out why my Twitter kept giving me a notification, and it turns out I had to toggle between the iHagibindi account and someone had spoken. Of how controversial top sheets were. Huh? You remember when we had that cast and we were, yeah. you were talking, some people are top sheet people and some people are not? Yes. A listener today, I think, or oh, maybe really? it was yesterday, had commented like, was this a controversial thing? And clearly they were not all the way through the episode. Oh, I'm not seeing that notification. I like almost wrote back, but I taught really oh, early this morning and I then see it. took a nap. At Ray Cohen. Oh, shout out. So Sorry about your Raymond privacy. Raymond Cohen, super shout out. You are a, um, a, a software developer, maybe a mobile developer. Man, this is perfect. Kinked in, This dude. is perfect. Kinked um, in. Let's see. Car culture critic, bubble tea enthusiast, dairy free, go Hornets. I'm assuming you mean the sports team and not actual Hornets. <laughs> Where did all the bees go? Hmm. Anyway. I participated I participated in a protest, a peaceful protest in New York, and lots of the signs had things to do with the elections, but one that I really liked was like save the bees. Oh, yeah, seriously, save the bees. For serious. We need them to survive. We absolutely need them. So you challenged me to come up with an idea having to do with coasters. And hey, here's one right here. Coasters, they're great. Coasters. Um, so, I love coasters. They're and a wonderful thing. And not just through life. That is absolutely true. Uh, I had two ideas. Um, one of the first is uh, what I want to call the toaster coaster, which is a coaster for your toaster to collect all the crumbs. Crumbs. 
oh my God, why am I even doing this podcast with you? You're like only giving me the best of the best. Oh, and come I, on. I am like serving you a name tag for social peace. Oh, no, no, no. No, 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 no. A, co- a toaster coaster. A toaster coaster. This because... is necessary. <laughs> So I know that, uh, you know, most toasters have some sort of tray in them that collect the crumbs, but I feel like the area surrounding my toaster is just always, even if I haven't used it in a while, crumbs find their way out of there. Yeah. Well, it's also, too, when you're trying to pick it up out and it's like hot, so you drop it a little and pieces chip down. Yeah, absolutely. So a toaster coaster, this could also be... uh, used on a number of different devices like i know my uh coffee grinder i get a lot of like grinder dust all over the place so coffee coaster coffee coaster yeah coffee coaster toaster coaster roller coaster no (laughs) which is my next idea and that is a series a series of coasters that have different roller coasters on them and they have wheels on them so you can just like slide your drink across? Mm-hmm. So it's a set of coasters and they connect to one another and of course can be disconnected. And like they, a train. Like a roller coaster. <laughs> and they each have like little wheels on them. So like they are, they're a conversation piece. That's for sure. And they all have different like famous roller coasters on them. I love it. And you can just like add to your collection as more roller coasters become famous. Maybe they kill people by accident. How <laughs> else does a roller coaster become famous is what I want to know. Um, yeah, so those are my two ideas. The oh toaster God. coaster slash coffee coaster and the roller coaster coaster roller. Roller coaster coaster roller. Oh, <laughs> my God. This is, I feel so, like, gleeful and inspired right now. Like, just beyond like i'm so you know if this is the pre-thanksgiving sode well it's i feel so grateful it is it's your creativity and friendship (laughs) and i am thankful for you my co-host on this journey to make me think in ways that i've never had to think before so for that i say thanks for giving me that (laughs) um Hey, here's an idea that you and I had around the time when we first met in uh, late 2001. Uh, We had the idea to come up with a new shortened version of Thanksgiving and call it TK Giving, which is just like a cool hip way of saying it. TK Giving. I I still use it. I use it all the time. Well, I use it when I'm wishing you a happy Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) All the time. Once a year. Once a year to only you. Because I don't know Dantane's number. Dantane, oh, if you're Dan. out there, this is our this is our way of reaching out to you and saying, get in touch. 304-804-IDEA. <laughs> um, but yeah, TK giving is a cool way to say Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, because Turkey Day. Blech. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is, this is coming out on Friday, so... Uh, maybe Black Friday. Yeah, maybe you're listening to this while you are uh, out shopping, line. standing in line somewhere. You're on your way to um, Macy's, to Sears. <laughs> Target. Oh, my God. Everyone, go to Target. Yes, go to Target. Go to Target. Everybody. I mean, I don't know if I have to say more than that, but, like, I'm going to Target. If you don't know why we're saying go to Target, do a little research. <laughs> But go to Target. Yeah, I'll um, be going there. Cool. Uh, maybe you're going to some hole in the wall, ding, what? store that. I <laughs> uh, yeah, I just said that just to say it. Wait, what is what is small business? Is that small, small business, business Saturday? Saturday, Cyber Monday. I think so. Okay. Yeah. I want. Support your small businesses, your local small businesses. And um, here's something that's really cool. If you're listening to this the day that it comes out, uh, the magazine that I work for, Driftwood, we are doing something today, if you're listening to this the day it comes out, called Black Sheep Friday, in which we are encouraging people to, in lieu of going shopping, volunteer at a farm sanctuary or animal shelter 
And the first 100 people who like post a picture of themselves helping out with the tag Black Sheep Friday gets a really cool merit badge. Yes. Yes. Badges. Yeah. Oh my God. I love it. Yeah. So if you're listening to this the moment it comes out, you better get on it. (laughs) But we'll be doing it also like next year and the year after. So it's never too late. That's right. If you're late, then you're only early in preparation for the next time. I like it. (laughs) Um, Okay, so we've got our mini challenge, our special Mm -hmm. mini challenges. Uh, Do you have a challenge for me for the next episode? I do, because I was prepared this time. Nice. Your challenge, and I don't want to give you too much, so I'm just going to say your challenge is Windows. My challenge for you is so similar. What? Okay, (laughs) this is why we're friends. Okay, so... One thing that I've been dealing with that has been more of an issue since I moved into my new house than it had been before, but my lovely dog Daisy goes bonkers when someone is at the front door and she sees people all the time through the front windows walking past all day. I live in a very vibrant neighborhood. Lots of people walk on their dogs and she just goes bananas. And I want, I mean, Yes, dogs can be trained, but like I'm it's very difficult to work with her on like not reacting to like everything she sees out the window or anybody comes to the front door. So It's so hard to fight nature. This is true. She's protecting the house. Yeah. And I respect that. But I ask you, Louise, my partner in podcasting. Okay. What can what else can we do? What is what is Something that can be done about this situation. Okay. Yours is very specific. Mine is windows. (laughs) I like how when we have done this in the past and maybe we don't have an idea for the challenge, what we do is we look around the room and we're just like, "Um, I don't know, (laughs) chairs? And then you have actually thought of this in advance and what you came up with is something that you probably could just look at right now and be like, oh, "Oh, I don't know, windows? (laughs) Well, specifically, like, you had said in the past that your best ideas come from problems that you have. Yeah. And I specifically have a problem. And I was like, that's going to be your challenge. And then I was like, look, don't make John solve your problem. Let him have a little more freedom than that. Okay. I want to know your problem. I promise I won't let it influence what my idea is. Okay. I live on the first floor, which is one level up from the garden level. And in out my window... I have neighbors that have a patio, Mm -hmm. but I don't want to go knock on their door and say, can I like bring a giant ladder into your apartment out to your patio to wash the outside of my window? And I have two windows that flank the picture window that open this way. And then I think one also tilts in so you can get the outside of that bottom part. But this one has the air conditioner in it. And it's the kind that like you don't take out seasonally. Like it's in and it's in and you just put a cover over it for the winter so the air doesn't come through. But I can't get the outside cleaned. And I often have ideas if you'll hearken back to either the first or second episode that we had about light bulbs. The suction light bulb. Yeah. Where I'm just like, oh, I'll just open the window and I'll just like step out onto the ledge and I'll like hold myself with one arm and clean the window and fall 10 feet to a concrete patio. If you'll um, fracture something, you're not going to die. Yeah. Well, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It depends on if I land on my head or snap my neck or I mean. You're less likely to die. Know. Yeah. But m- most likely you're going to fracture something. Yeah. Um. So... Yeah, I was like, how do I how do I get that? Because then I thought, what if I stay inside and I have some sort of like handle thing, but I just can't get enough force pulling back in to like wipe properly? I don't know. So that was the specific problem. How do I wash the outside without bothering my neighbor and killing myself slash fracturing? Because it's I'm just dramatic. Look, yeah. I'm I. Uh. It's yeah, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Um, but windows in general. Just, yeah. Then I thought some people have bathrooms that you can see into. Some people have bug screens. 
Yeah, we've done a, we we as a people have done a lot with Windows. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not exclusively house windows. Mm-hmm. Like if you've got idea for ideas for other windows. Right. That would be fun too. Okay, neat. <laughs> uh cool. Well, I want to thank everyone for listening and just remind you we haven't gotten any voicemails in a while, so get those ideas over to us. We really 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 want to hear them. I know you have them because listeners that know me in person say, oh, I have a really good idea. Can I tell you it or should I just call in? And I'm like, don't tell me. Call don't tell in. me. Just call in. Yeah. And also, we would love it if people would either call in or write to us or tweet to us. Uh, your tallies for clarinets and hole in the wall. Yes. And then I would just like to extend a little fellowship in this Thanksgiving season, we're all going to be around friends and family and loved ones. If you want to tell your cousin or your sister's boyfriend or mom and dad about our podcast, that would be totes awesome. This podcast is mom and dad friendly. We literally had a mom on an episode. It's true. Louise's mom. The like second or third episode. <laughs> And it's, we, we don't, we try not to swear. Louise literally bleeped her language earlier. <laughs> Extra effort I know. for a holiday, for a holiday sode. This is a podcast for everybody because everybody has ideas. Yeah. And yeah. there's no bad ones. There's just ones that haven't been refined. This is very true. This is very true. And there's no such thing as a perfect idea. Heck yeah. Yeah. So Heck there's yeah. that. Um, well, anyway, uh, yeah, thank you for, for listening. Get in touch with us on social media. We're at Great Idea Pod everywhere. And uh, yeah, you know, like have a, we hope, we hope that you have had a wonderful Thanksgiving. And um, I hope that you all hear lots of clarinets and uh, hear people talking about hole in the wall restaurants or stores or whatever. Stay safe out there. Seriously. Don't break yourself when trying to clean your windows. Or... Trying to get a Tickle Me Elmo. Are those a thing anymore? Whatever the hot new toy is this Black Friday season. Because I certainly don't know. Yeah, getting those Cabbage Patch Kid dolls. Be careful out there. Whoa, throwback. Okay. (laughs) All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Black Friday. Bye. I don't see it happening.